0: Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. It's rather soon from, I mean, it's been, what, a week? Not even, maybe a week from the last one I did, a week and a half. I don't know. I know I've been doing a show once every few months, but I had to do a show. There's so much stuff going on. It's unbelievable to me. Um, I can't believe what I'm seeing spread throughout this online vaping community. It's its unfucking believable (laughs) I really can't believe it. I'm going to go over all of it. I mean, it's just nuts. I, you know, and another thing too. I know we're gonna have some people listening from Vape Nation. I know some Vape Nation people are gonna be listening. If you've listened for the, if this is your first time listening, you are more than welcome to call in three four seven seven one two three seven three seven. I see what's been going on on Vape Nation for the past at least a week, maybe two weeks. I know for the past week it's been going on, and I'm gonna discuss it because it's crazy. It's crazy what's going on on Vape Nation right now. It's absolutely nuts. And, uh, you know, it needs to stop. And I'm going to address it. The theme of my show is the FDA is trying to help us. And the FDA is trying to help us. And I'm going to explain how they're trying to help us. They're not trying to hurt us, they're not trying to take away flavors like every, oh my God, they're going to take away flavors. I'm going to go through how they're trying to help us. Not only am I telling you that they're trying to help us, you're going to understand why they're trying to help us. You're going to hear Scott Gottlieb himself, the head of the FDA, say these things. You're going to hear him say it so you understand how they're trying to help us. And then I also want you to understand why you're being frightened into believing that the FDA is taking it all away and it's going to be fucking gone and every flavors are gone and it's all over You're going to understand why these people are going so nuts and saying this, because I want you to understand that, too, why it's happening and why they're actually trying to help us, not harm us. Very simple stuff. Andrew Bird's going to join me. I like him. He was a guest uh, a few months ago, I think it was, on the show. I love his input. I'm bringing him out again for this discussion. But before I do all of this, I have to do one thing first. This won't take but a minute. Hang on. Let's go over here and see if this works, which it should. Where is my friend? Here we go. I have to bring my friend on for a second. It won't take long. She's just got to come on just for a minute. Most of you will probably know who she is, I would imagine. And if you don't, then you're living under a rock. Or, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, Let's see if this works. Come on. Pick up, pick up, pick up. And, of course, she's not going to pick up. Now, what's going to happen is is I'm going to hang up, and she's going to call me right back. That's what's going to happen. All right, I'm going to hang up, and she's going to probably call me right back because that's what happens. Whenever I try to call her, she never answers, and then she calls me. Anyway, I'm bringing, just so you know, it is. I'm bringing Zofi Vapes on just for a minute. There's something I want to discuss with Zofi Vapes. It's going to be very, very quick. Um, and so I'm gonna take a couple minutes, and uh, everybody loves me. Uh, what did I tell you? This happens like this all the time. Hello, Zophie. Zophie. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. How are you? Uh,
1: there's there's hey, there's some issues with this. You're calling me through Facebook?
0: Yes. Why not? Everybody can hear you.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's no big deal. I'm
0: good. Okay, so anyway, Zo- this is Zofi Vapes. Everybody knows who you are. I don't have to introduce who Zofi Vapes is. She's the number one female reviewer on the planet when it comes to vaping products. It's that simple. Number one, look at the stats. It's just facts. The reason I wanted to bring you on, Zofi, was because I I wanted to say this and I wanted you to hear this. I actually brought it up on my last show, but I really want I want you to hear it because it's important for me that you hear it. Already I started. I started vaping nine years ago. I started vaping in 2009. Um, Since 2000, so what is that? Nine, Yeah, about nine years. I have met many, many people in this industry in the past nine years. I've done business with some of them. I've become friends with some of them. I have been introduced to a lot of people. I've met a lot of people and have just dealt with a lot of people. So I have to say that there are very, very few people That I've met in this industry that were actually good, decent people. I met a lot of fucking scumbags. I met a lot of fuckers just wanting to use me to try to promote their, you know, whatever the fuck they, they want to use me for, whether it's to, to help promote their product or help them uh, get a hookup with somebody, this so they can, whatever the fuck it is. I met a lot of scumbags that really could have given two shits about me and just really just wanted to, you know, friend me because it had a purpose, it had a reason. Um, and I've met may I could probably count on one hand how many people I've met that are actually good, decent people that I consider really, really true friends that I love, that I that I trust and that I just really consider true friends. On one hand, I could count. And I've met hundreds and hundreds of people. On one hand, I can count them. And Sophie is one of them. Sophie has awesome. been nothing but kind to me. She she uh, you know, she's just been s- such a good friend. And that's very, very hard. Never mind in the vaping industry, how hard to find that. It's just very hard to find in general. So I just wanted to make this clear to everybody and and, and have you here, Sophie, because I know you don't listen to my show. So I wanted you to hear it yourself. You, you've been a very, very good friend to me. Um, I love you for it. You've been a great friend. Uh, you, you've been, I, I I love working with you. I love talking with you. You've just been really great. And I thank you for that. I thank you for being a good, decent person and not, you know, being an asshole, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you're just a great person, and and, Aww,
1: and, and, and I appreciate you, Kevin. I, appreciate I love you, you too,
0: buddy. And, and 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 another thing too, just so you understand, uh, I highly suggest everybody goes to uh, Alabama to uh, NBE. The uh, NBE is happening in Alabama. I think it's what next weekend or the weekend after, or something like that. National Vape Expo. If you're in, in Alabama, yes, it's in May. Okay, it's in May. If you want to meet Sophie, go to the National Vape Expo. She's going to be there all weekend. You can meet her. Just, just remember one thing, okay? Just be patient with
1: It's It's
0: not she's No, listen. it's You have to understand, Zophie's walking around. She's around a lot of people. You know, I saw a few posts because uh, she went to NVE and Foxwood, and some people were like, oh, she was being an asshole. No, she wasn't being an asshole. Zophie is the nicest person in the world. You just have to understand that, you know, you're meeting her for the first time. She's a little nervous. You know, anybody would get a little nervous meeting somebody for the first time. You think you're nervous meeting her. She's also nervous meeting you. So I live
1: under a rock.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she, she doesn't really go out and, and go around people much. So just be understanding of that. Absolutely. You can go to her, talk to her, ask her for a photo. She's great. She's she loves doing that. And that's why she's there. She's there to see her fans and the people that watch her videos. And that's really the main reason why she's there so that she can interact with all you guys, which is really cool. Because she doesn't have to, you know, but she is. And uh it's nice that she does that. And feel free to approach her and, and she's great. So if you've read anything bad like, oh, Zofie wasn't no, she wasn't an asshole. She was just fine. She was absolutely fine. So Aww. go there, meet Sophie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted you know, I was talking about this on my last show and I'm like, you know what? I I I, I know you're not gonna hear it, and I want you to hear it because it's important to me. You know, this I, I feel as weird as this may sound, I feel comfortable telling you like this. It'd be weird for me if we were just on the phone. I was like, hey, Zofie, guess what? <laughs> You'd be like, what? Oh, it's just its just easier for me to do it this way with uh, thousands of people listening. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just easier. So I just want you to know that. And again, uh, check out Zofie's uh, videos. They're wonderful. They're fantastic. She is the number one female vaping video reviewer on the planet. It's that simple. Nope. Nobody takes that that reign but her. She is the queen of vaping reviewers. Now wasn't that simple? See, you didn't have to say much. Sophie was all freaking out about this. I don't know if I want to come on. Oh, I don't. Know. Oh my God! What are you gonna ask me? I said I'm not gonna ask you anything. This is it. This is all it was. Now you can. Now she can go back to hiding out in her house, and do whatever she does. Back and, my rock. <laughs> you go. Yeah, you go back underneath your rock, and uh, thank Until you for my
1: next video. That's the only time I come out.
0: Right. Right. She comes out, she does a video, then she goes right back. I mean, she's kind of not lying. It's, <laughs> it's almost kind of true. It's almost kind of true. But listen, it, <laughs> Zophie is happy. She loves life. You can tell by watching her video. She loves life. So thank you, Zophie. Um, I'll probably message you after I'm done with this show because it's not really going to be long. But uh, thank you for coming on. And I appreciate it. And all the listeners appreciate it. And they love you, too.
1: And I love all the listeners and you, Kevin. I can't oh. believe you did that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how else to do it. I, I didn't know, you know, I figured this is the best way to do it. You know, you're. I mean, I, I was telling uh, uh my girlfriend the other day, or, or I think it was last week. I told her, I said, you know what? I said, I've never really had a, a, a female friend. Like, Zophie's my first one. I mean, I, I really like her. She's really cool. I mean, I've just never had, I mean, I've known females and, you know, but never... Had, like, someone that was, like, a close friend that was a female. You're the first. You're my first.
1: And your girlfriend is thrilled about it. She
0: is. No, she, listen, she likes you. She absolutely likes you. She, she said she met you at NVE. You met her. And she said you were very nice. And, uh, no, she loves you. She thinks you're great. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I was worried. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. No, not at all. Absolutely not. So. Uh, yes i will uh talk to you soon and i will let you go and thank you for coming on Sophie. i appreciate it
1: no problem all right bye bye
0: see see how easy that was okay that's good all right where is my guest we're bringing andrew on 347-712-3737 that is the oh there he is hello Hello. How are you, sir?
1: I'm good. Just got out of the office.
0: I'm very happy you came on. I liked having ah. I liked having you on last time. I thought you were a good guest. You give a lot of good in, you get a you give a lot of good input. I have to. Uh, I, have to I do
1: say. I do my best. Uh, I don't plan anything out when I say it, so a lot of it comes off unfiltered and.
0: Well, that's good too. That's why I like you. And you've also been around for a long time. You've been vaping for years, so. You'll understand what I'm saying because things are going to get pretty crazy here, just so you know, Andrew. People think I'm nuts. I'm not nuts. I'm going to explain exactly why I'm saying we should thank the FDA. People think I'm crazy saying that, but it's absolutely true. And I'm going to prove to them why they should be thanking the FDA and not going after them and yelling at them, saying, they're going to ban flavors. You've seen it all over the place, right, Andrew? They're going nuts. The FDA is going to ban flavors. That's what they're oh, saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to. Not It's a, Yes, yes. Thank you. And I'll get into that. We have a lot of Vape Nation listeners, too, because I've been posting on there to let them know because they're being attacked, too. And I'm going to get into that as well. I see all these people going on and blasting Vape Nation with fucking posts about they need to care and watch C-SPAN, and they need to do these surveys, and they need to stop using Candy King, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my fucking God. How stupid is that? I'm going to explain how oh, that's I,
1: re- I think I'm banned in Vape Nation. I'm
0: not <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? Well, they're going about it wrong. And, 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 the, and the sad thing is, is all these people doing this to these poor Vape Nation people. Listen, you have to understand something. I'll get into this later. I don't want to start this now. I want to start from the beginning because I have to start it from the beginning. Then I'll get into all that nonsense that's going on now. So here's where we are. So what I've been saying, Andrew, so you understand, is I've been saying that the FDA isn't trying to hurt us. The FDA is actually trying to help us. And they've been trying to help us.
1: it's, It's a pain in the neck, but what they're doing, and I can say it, is they're trying to bring us up to speed with all of the big boys,
0: well, the not, big industries. Well, not only that, what what they're so so everybody understands. So so let's go back. We got to go back a couple years. So we're gonna go back a couple years ago. So a couple years ago, I think it was last year, maybe the year before. It was you know within the past couple years. Number one, when Donald Trump was running for president as a Republican. I said, I called it. I said it. I said if Donald Trump becomes president, or it wouldn't matter if Donald Trump, any Republican becomes president, that we're going to be okay, because the so everybody understands the Republicans are not going to let the FDA regulate us out of existence. They're not. I said that they're not going to. So here's what happens: Donald Trump becomes president. Boom. Scott Gottlieb gets appointed. Scott Gottlieb, Gottlieb, yes, Gottlieb, head of the FDA. So they make Scott Gottlieb head of the FDA. Thank God. Now, why was it great? When I first heard the news that Scott Gottlieb was the head of the FDA, this is why I thought this is absolutely wonderful. And I'll tell everybody why so everybody understands. Before Scott Gottlieb was with got, got, became head of the FDA, so you understand, one of the his business ventures that he was involved with. I don't know all his business ventures, but I know he was involved in this one specific business venture. Okay. He was actually an investor in Cure. What's Cure? Cure are vape shops. Okay. They have a chain of vape shops. There's actually one here in Connecticut. There's others in other states.
1: Oh, uh, Cure Vaporium. Yes,
0: Cure Vaporium.
1: All over beaches.
0: Yes. Scott Gottlieb was an investor in Cure Vaporium. In fact... He had to recuse himself for one year from their. He was sat on their board as well. He was also on their board. He had to recuse himself from their board and wait a year before he could even be ahead of the FDA because they didn't want a conflict of interest with him having his involvement in vaping and then coming in and, and regulating vaping and e-cigarettes. So what does that tell you? Read Between the Lines. In fact, that's going to be the title of this show. Read Between the Lines. I'm typing that down now. So you gotta read between the lines. So what's happening here is Scott Gottlieb obviously knew the benefits of vaping, he saw the wonders of vaping, he understands vaping so much that he invested his own money and time into a chain of vape shops. Yeah. So for anybody thinking this guy is totally against vaping. Ah, fucking wrong. Where's my goddamn buzzer? I don't know where my buzzer is. I missed it. Anyway, you're wrong. Absolutely wrong. He understands vaping so much that he had financial investments in it, and he sat on the board of Cure Vaporium. So I was like, this is wonderful, right? Fucking A, this is great. We could have had a better choice for the head of the FDA. Things are looking good, right? So now you're probably wondering, well, then, where, you know, where's all this shit coming from that they're trying to shoot us, to, you know, put us down, whatever? We'll get to that, but last year, what happened once Scott Gottlieb became a head of the FDA, this is one thing he did that was very important so everybody understands. We had a deadline, which was August of this year. The deadline was made in August of this year, okay, to start filing PMTAs. Now, just so you understand, because I'm not gonna get into all, all of it and what it is, it doesn't matter. All that matters is this. In August of 2018, 99% of the industry, because I want to simplify it for everybody, Andrew, 99% of the industry would have been gone by August of 2018, which is a few months away. Yeah, they
1: would have been able to afford it. They would
0: have been able to afford to get this PMTA application. It would have wiped out 99% of the industry. Gone. So, and we we were scared. Trust me. We were like, oh, shit, right? So, what does Scott Gottlieb do? Does. What does he do? What does Scott Gottlieb do? He, he comes along and extends it for five years. Five years he extends it. Gives us five more years. What's his reasoning? I'll play it in a clip. You'll see in a second. But really, I'll tell you his reasoning was was because they just weren't equipped to to be taking on all these PMTAs. They had to have something in place that they still don't. And they still don't. Exactly. And they still don't. But they had to have something in place. So the first thing he does is he extends the deadline. Now, think. Just think for one second. Everybody think. If the FDA really wanted to take out e-cigarettes, vaping, flavors, they just wanted to wipe out vaping, number one, why the fuck would they extend the deadline five years? They wouldn't have. They would have left it, and we all would have been fucking gone. Okay? So... I don't know where everybody's coming up with this. The FDA wants us to, to but no, they ex- they helped us for Christ's sakes. Thank you, FDA. They extended it. You should be thanking them. So, he extends the FDA. He extends the deadline. Now he did a press conference discussing this. Okay, I have a few clips that I want to play because I think it's very important that everybody hears Scott Gottlieb, the head of the FDA, say these things himself. And then after you hear everything he has to say. Then we're going to get into why you're being told that he and the FDA wants to ban flavors. And Andrew already kind of hit on it with uh, the scare tactics, but we'll get to that in a minute. Listen to Gottlieb. So this is Gottlieb. This was back in 2000. Um, when was this done? July 20th, 2017. This was last summer when they extended the deadline. Listen to what Scott Gottlieb has to say. There's are short clips. It's not a long thing. So I know everybody's not going to listen to it. They're just going to tune out listen to these clips here's clip number one listen closely
2: in just the last few years we've seen the advent and adoption of new product categories that may be able to deliver nicotine without having to burn tobacco as a physician who cared for hospitalized cancer patients and as a cancer survivor myself i saw firsthand the impact of tobacco and i know all too well that it's cigarettes that are the primary cause of tobacco related Disease and death. What's now clear is that FDA is at a unique moment in history with profound new tools to address this devastating impact.
0: Okay, so that's very important. He's acknowledging, he's telling everybody listen, we understand that cigarettes, and he goes on another clip, you'll hear him talk about it, that cigarettes is the problem, not the nicotine. Cigarettes are the problem. He understands nicotine is an addictive chemical, he gets that, but The cigarettes are the problem, okay? Nowhere in there did he say anything about banning flavors, banning e-cigarettes, banning vaping, blah, blah, blah. Listen to clip two. And we
2: must also recognize the potential for innovation to lead to less harmful products, which under FDA's oversight could be a part of a solution. While there's still much to research, research to be done on these products and the risks that they may pose, they may also present benefits that we must consider. FDA's investment in regulatory science will eventually answer many of these risk-benefit questions. So
0: here's what he said to simplify it. I'm going to simplify it for you. We know about these e-cigarettes. We know about vaping. It could be a great tool to get people off cigarettes. It could be. We are open to looking at that. But you know what? We got to do research. We got to learn more about this, which is going to take research. Uh, you know, they, they, they want to research it. They want to understand vaping. They want to research it, understand if it's effective, if it is, why it's effective. Are flavors effective or are they not? Are, you know, everything. Are using these sub ohm tanks? Do we need those? Do we not? They're they want He wants to learn whether or not this is an effective tool. I'm sure he already knows, but he wants everybody. So, so fair enough. They want to learn about what we're doing. They want to study what we're doing. Nowhere does he talk about we need to ban flavors. We need to get rid of
2: clip number three. Move on. Among other things, we will advance rules that will lay out what needs to be in applications for substantial equivalents, modified risk tobacco products, and pre-market tobacco product applications, and whether and how we would exempt premium cigars from regulation, how to possibly regulate kid-appealing flavors in products like electronic nicotine delivery systems or ENDS, and whether we should ban outright menthol and cigarettes and flavors in cigarellas, factors that we know are a leading driver of youth smoking. So they're going to look into flavors.
0: Nowhere did he say we're going to we want to ban like He's looking. He, they want to explore it. Again, they want they want to see what's up with these e-cigarettes, these flavors. And again, I'm sure Scott has a good understanding of it. He wouldn't invested in a, in a vape company if he did
2: not. Clip four. But as we move forward with this approach, we must also take a new and fresh look at the non-combustible side of the house, and that is why, as part of CTP's task, is to reconsider aspects of the implementation of the final deeming rule, with an eye towards fostering innovation, where innovation could make a public health difference, making sure that we have the foundational regulations we need in place to make the entire program transparent, predictable, and sustainable for the long run. Did you hear that? Innovation, he's talking about vaping, he's talking about electronics.
0: And not only that, he Scott Gottlieb also understands harm reduction. And he believes in harm reduction. SNUS is a harm reduction product. Those nicotine toothpicks are a harm reduction product. E-cigarettes are a harm reduction product. Vaping is a harm reduction product. He gets it, he understands harm reduction. Clip five, this is his last clip from that press conference.
1: Hold on. Uh, As we move forward. As oh, we understand it, he comprehends it.
0: yes. Exactly. Not only does he understand it, he comprehends it.
2: This is why I have Andrew on. One last clip. Uh, Here we go. As we move forward, I also hope that we can all see the potential benefits to addicted cigarette smokers in a properly regulated marketplace for products capable of delivering nicotine without having to set tobacco on fire. The prospective benefits may be even greater for the subset of current smokers who find themselves unable or unwilling to quit. Do you hear that? So what he's saying, to simplify it, is,
0: listen, these products may, are, could be getting people off uh, combustible cigarettes. And through that whole press conference, it was combustible cigarettes, combustible cigarettes. He's making people understand the issue is with combustible cigarettes. That's what's killing people, not the nicotine.
2: All the chemicals in combustible tobacco. It's incumbent upon us as regulators to explore both the potential public health benefits and the risks of this new technology with an open mind. And I can assure you from my discussions with the leadership of the Center for Tobacco Products that FDA is bringing just that mindset to this task at hand.
0: And that's exactly what they've been doing. Since since this press conference in July of last year, they have had a new approach. They're saying this could be the greatest product ever that is getting lots of people off of cigarettes. It could be. We're going to explore it. We're going to study it they've been exploring it. They've been studying it. They have been for months and months and months.
1: Yep. There's actually one of my profile pictures on Facebook, me in front of a tobacco laboratory sign. Right. At the, at this time, I can't say why I was there. I'm under <laughs> NDA. But I was able to snag a picture of me in front of it and pretty much shrug off the fact I was able to not Break the contract that they have me under, and still be like, "Hey, everyone knows what I do, and this is where I'm at."
0: Right. <laughs> so I mean, it, so they've been doing this. Now, here's here's what the, here's what Scott Gottlieb and the FDA have discovered. This is what they've discovered. What they've discovered is the marketing is completely out of control. Not necessarily the flavors. We'll get to that in a minute. Number one, the marketing is that that's the number one problem is the marketing. It is completely out of control. Um, and, and and it's not just so what you understand. It's not just them saying it's Candy King's marketing or Keep It 100's marketing or eSnacks marketing. As far as they're concerned, and if you look at e-liquid labels, 90% of them right now would be wiped out. Because even the yeah. ones that you think aren't child appealing, they are as far as the FDA is concerned, okay? Uh, and I was telling people this on uh, my last show, Andrew, you have these juice companies going out there and they're attacking Candy King and they're attacking, you know, all, all the big guys with, with the colorful marketing and, you know, the, the questionable marketing and the bright colors and this and that and the cartoon-like images and this and that and everything else. Uh, they need to look in their own backyards because they're part of the problem, too. I've seen, things, yep. I've seen things said like, oh, well, anime isn't a cartoon. Are you fucking kidding me? Anime is a cartoon, okay? If you have anime on your bottle, you have a cartoon on your bottle. Maybe you want to convince yourself it's not, but it is. Um, pictures of, of bright colors, pictures, even cartoony, bubbly font, all that stuff. All that stuff is a problem, okay? You can't have it. You can't have bright colors. You can't have cartoony looking like fucking pictures of fruit. You can't have pictures of food. You can't have pictures of somebody on on, on the bottle using the product. You Okay, I saw this, Andrew. I think this is genius. This guy, and I said this on my last show, I'll say it again, said something that was genius. He said, e-liquid labels need to look like wine labels. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Go fucking look at your wine section at your liquor store. That's what our labels should look like, not what they look like now. So all these e-liquid companies attacking the big guys, which, mind you, of course, they're attacking them because they're killing the market and they want them fucking gone, to be honest, and, and anything they can to, to discredit them, to get them out of business. So they, let me tell you something. And, Andrew, I'm sure you know this, too. The e-liquid business is fucking ruthless there's no vape fam in the e-liquid business it's a ruthless fucking business and they all want that money they all want that, that that their fucking juices to be out there they want their they want to be where candy king is there's no question god damn it they want to be where candy king is and and keep it 100 and all them are and they're not and they wish they could so anything they can do to attack their competitors which they are their competitors they're going to do but uh I,
1: I, I've had before I even had my say in the industry when I was just a consumer, I've never spoken up against any brand openly by name. Right. I still don't. Two and a half years later as a vendor, I still won't do it. Right. I will say that I have four labels (laughs) that are being changed and we're correcting our issue. um, And that's in-house. And I'm also bringing up to speed before August with our labels, warnings, and everything for both brands and others. I, I sat in a meeting Tuesday, I think it was. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of changes coming and all that. Yes, I was. I a- do not attack anyone for any reason. Um, that's just not ever been in my MO. Um, I will tell you that I am openly, if I don't like something, I will say it. I don't care if people like it, me for it, or they don't. If I got something to say, I'm going to say it. I have labels that are wrong. I am not the only one. I have admitted it. We are fixing the problem. We're doing what we have to to correct our issues. I don't point fingers at anyone for anything else that I can't.
0: Andrew is taking on this issue properly in the way it should be done. Number one, Andrew has the common sense to know not to go out and say anything about... At the end of the day, Candy King... Mine too. Candy King, at the end of the day, is our competitor. It's my competitor. It's your competitor. Whether you like it or not, it's our competitor. Okay, so either of us going out and saying anything like, oh, you shouldn't it fucking sounds stupid. It just comes off as we're attacking our competitor. It's, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And a lot of them, that's what they are doing. They're just attacking their competitor. Um, Andrew, and you're the, actually the second guy, I applaud you to actually come out to me. I had another guy last week send me a Facebook message. He says, you know what, Kevin, I, I my label's wrong. I have to switch it. I know it is from everything I'm seeing now. So, you're now addressing the issue that's wonderful. Unfortunately, most of these companies are not. They're making excuses as to why their labels are okay, and they're going to continue to make excuses, and they're not. Like I said, what? You, okay, I, I, I want to mention a good label. You know, uh, um, I just bring it up because your label is genius. You know Ripe Vapes, right, uh, uh, Andrew, Ripe Vapes? Look yeah, at, it, looks like, a, it yes. looks like a wine bottle. Look at Ripe Vapes logo uh, label. That's what your shit should look like. Something, look at wine. That's what it needs to look like. So everybody out there, I've seen these debates on Facebook for the past two weeks, Andrew, and people saying what the labels, like I, I saw one the other day. This guy was trying to, he wrote this whole diatribe about how the labels should be, what should and should not be on there. And he was saying things like, oh, well, graffiti's okay. No, graffiti's not okay. Oh, uh, you know, uh, anime's, no, anime's not okay. Graffiti's not okay. Um, none of that is Okay. We have inside that bottle a, a an addictive drug. There's an addictive a highly addictive drug inside drug inside that bottle. Sorry, you can't have these late and I understand that they want to have it in their shiny boxes and their shiny colors so they stick out when the per, persons in the vape shop and they get chosen. So people understand the e-liquid market and all you vape nation people understand cuz I want you to understand. I'll go fuck, I'll say it. When it comes to e-liquid in today's market doesn't matter what's in the bottle. They could give a fuck what's in that bottle. Well, what does you just say? It's like, doesn't it matter. Doesn't mean shit. All they care about is what does your box look like? What kind of graphics do you have on your box? Is it shiny? Does it get attention? Uh, pretty much the marketing should be borderline, as, 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 as far as they're concerned, as long as there's no cartoon images or IP infringement, then the label's fine, which is absolutely not true. But in the e liquid industry, it's all about your packaging, your labeling. Your marketing, you know, having the cool shots, the models holding the fucking juice, all that fucking bullshit. That's what it's about, and that's what sells juice. What's in the bottle doesn't fucking matter. And when I came out with my juice, I was told that by many, many, many people in this industry. doesn't. And In fact, they looked at my boring-ass label, me not having a box, though I have great fucking juice in my bottle. They said, that doesn't matter. You won't sell anything. You won't sell anything because uh, people don't care. Now, I know that sounds crazy. Being a consumer, you probably are thinking, well, they don't care that the juice is good or not. No, they don't. (laughs) Because that's not what sells juice. What sells juice in their mind, and it's true. It's not in their mind. It's true. Is bright, colorful boxes, marketing, advertising, bright, colorful bottles. That's what sells juice. And they are marketing, so all of you understand, they are marketing to 18 to 25-year-olds. That's the e-liquid company's market. 18 to 25-year-olds. Just so you understand... They're not trying to, to target to, uh, children. They're not. They're not. I don't believe any e-liquid company is going, I want to target children. Candy King's not doing that. They're not going, I want to target children. They're targeting 18 to 25-year-olds. And it works. It fucking works. You're all buying it. <laughs> it absolutely works. You're all buying it. So, all right. I'm, I'm getting off track here. I'm all over the place. So so you understand that. So anyway, let's get back to Gottlieb. So now it's a year later. They're discovering the biggest problem. Number one is the marketing and the labels. And not just the labels, the marketing that goes behind it, the whole thing, the whole shebang. Even when it comes to mods, you have these bright, colorful smoke mods that come in purple and these pretty colors. and All of it. It's all attracting 18 to 25-year-olds. And unfortunately, it's also attracting kids. And it's got to stop. They're going to stop it. Now, how do you stop it? It's not going to stop, and I'll get to that in a minute. But that—that's what—that's what they're trying to stop. Okay, so that's number one. Is—is—is is, is, is the marketing? I don't yep. see. I don't. I don't see any. Okay. So here's the problem. There's no way you're going to stop Candy King e snacks. You're not going to stop these guys. You're not. You're not going to stop them. You can post as much as you want. You can say don't buy their products. You can go on Vape Nation and shame those people for buying Candy King and saying, how dare you? You're part of the problem, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's not going to stop. If Candy King, let's say I had the owner of Candy King on my show, uh, I think it was a year or two years ago. I don't know. It was a while back. Okay. And I know at that time, I think he said he was doing like 50,000 bottles a day or some shit like that. So let's say he's doing 100,000. Let's say the guy's making, I don't know, 50 grand a day. Let's say he's making $5 million a month. Okay? Let's be real. Let's say he's doing 5 mil a month. It's probably more than that. I know that he has
1: three co-packers right. on top of his own lab.
0: Now, well, he's got to. There's such a demand. Now, number exactly. one. Number one, yeah. just so you understand he more than likely if he's a true businessman because there's a lot of true businessmen in this industry there's actually a lot of guys that don't even vape that own huge multi-million dollar liquid companies they're only in this for the business to make money okay if he's a true businessman which i'm sure he is number one just so you understand uh using losing the u.s market the united states having that for a market that would hurt but they're not out of business it's everywhere. They are every, they're all over the world, okay? Let's say they're doing five mil a month and they lose the US market. Well, then maybe they go down to two or three mil a month. Who cares? They're still making money. The FDA knocking on their door and saying, you really got to stop marketing to children. You think they're going to give a shit? You know what they're going to do? They're going to keep on selling it and keep on making money until the FDA says, stop. You can't do it anymore. Until they are forced to by the government to stop, they're not going to stop. What are they going to fucking change their marketing? What are they going to change anything for? They're making all this money. They don't care. Okay? So understand, a lot of them don't give a fuck. They're not going to stop. It's what sells. It's a proven market, and it's what sells. Not going to stop. It's just simply not going to happen. So attacking Candy King is not going to solve the problem. I understand why these people are doing it because they want to get rid of all these labels. And if we get rid of these, it's not going to happen. There's no fucking way all this marketing is going to go away. That reason, number one. And number two, because most of the liquid companies that have bad marketing aren't accepting that their marketing is bad. And they're not going to change their labels. I saw a guy, nope. Andrew, the other day. He had a cartoon rabbit with a, with a top hat on his on his bottle. And the guy mm-hmm. said to him, he said, you know, you're going to change your label? And he goes, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. That doesn't appeal to children. You know the guy the guy's posts like it doesn't matter it's a cartoon rabbit with a top hat I mean yeah but that doesn't you know he's not going to change it, in his mind it doesn't appeal to children that's ridiculous and he's not going to change it and it's just not going to happen the marketing's not going to go away so the FDA is going to have no choice but to come out with super strict marketing conditions Maybe even to the point where we can't even advertise on social media anymore. I mean, God knows what. They may, I mean, who knows? Um, it'll almost be impossible for us to, to fucking market our products. But it's, they're, they're going to have to do something because the industry is not going to stop. And all of you going all over uh, Vape Nation and shaming the Candy King people, that's not going to stop it either. Fucking stop it. You're fucking ridiculous. Nope, it's,
1: it's just going to make people that haven't heard of them before fucking look them up. That's right. That's
0: it and it's just pissing them off. Understand vapors, we are 10% on this online world that we're in. We're like 10% of the entire industry in the United States. 90%. Yeah,
1: the online vapors, I'm going to say this comes from the fact that I spend too much time on Facebook. Yes. It's less than 10% of all vapors. Yes. They're the loudest and they're also the most fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Including yeah. myself. If you check my Facebook, I rarely post about my brands because I'm not there for my brands. Yeah. I am there to make people laugh, and then they check my profile, and they go, oh, he does this and that. I, Boom. That's where I went.
0: I mean, we are literally... 10, he's right. Less than ten percent of the entire United uh, United States population have vapes. Ninety percent of the people in the United States have vape. Don't know who Grim Green is. Don't know who Vape Nation is. Don't know any of this, and don't give a fuck. Don't care. They're just vaping. Okay. So you're getting mad at these people that are going on Vape Nation. Listen. Not everybody that vapes wants to be an advocate. Not everybody that vapes wants to get involved. They just want to fucking vape, man. <laughs> you know, they want to know what to do with this. So they you, want to be able to grab
1: their bottle and go home. Yes. Or
0: go to work. So that's it. So you going on there and arguing with people on vape Nation, trying to change their mind, it's it's ridiculous, it's pointless, and it's fucking stupid. It's absolutely stupid. And I've seen tons of people do it in the past two weeks. You're not getting anywhere. You're just making them, you're, you're driving them further away. That's not going to do anything. If you really, yeah. really want to do something, okay, and you feel this need to advocate and do something, I'll tell you what you guys can do. Number one, get off fucking Vape Nation. You're, it's pointless. Leave the people alone. They just want to fucking vape and have a good time. They don't understand. They don't care. They're not going to care. Not all of them. There's a few on there that care, but a lot of them, they just want to vape and have a good time. Leave them alone. Let them have their fucking good time. You know what you do? You want to really advocate? Fucking get in your car, drive around to every vape shop in the fucking state that you live them, and hand them a flyer. Hand, put something together that they can hand to a customer that very simply says, could you please uh, help uh, you know, go to the FDA and uh, you know, fill out this quick thing or do the flavor survey? It'll only take 20 minutes. Show them links to it. I ran a vape shop for three and a half years. And when things got tough, especially here in Connecticut, I would tell every customer that walked in the door what was going on. And surprisingly, a good amount of them actually gave a shit and wanted to do something. They'd show up to hearings or they would go online and, and fill out any sort of petitions or whatever the hell, whatever we asked them to do, they would do. They, they had no problem getting involved. They didn't know otherwise because they don't go online and live in this online world. So the best thing to do is get to those people and educate them and let them know and ask them if they could do something. Don't get in their face. Don't try to shame them. You know, just just say, hey, can you that's your best bet. Harassing people on vape nation's not gonna do a fucking thing. It's just not. It's ridiculous. Anywhere, any Facebook group you go. Know, yeah,
1: I I um I run a secret group that has my most hardcore fans in it. There's less than seven hundred people and These are the same guys that are in Vape Nation that troll. These are the same guys that are in other groups that troll. But when it comes to advocacy, I picked up 200 people at the beginning and it turned into 700 because I used to have a show on Vape TV and they followed me from there and they watched what I was doing. Now, when I speak up on advocacy stuff and they have shops, I will take time out of my sales calls to call their shops if they're not doing stuff for advocacy. I won't sit there and yell at them or harass people about it, but I will take the time, the 30 to 45 minutes, and then set them up and figure out how to help.
0: Sure. And and, and they should be targeting vape shops because you you ha- you know you also target target the smoke-slash-vape shops. There's a lot of smoke The shops. hybrid shops. Yes. Are the hi- ma- there you go. There is a
1: massive market yes. that people totally forget about. That's because right. Because they don't want to believe that, These shops care about the vapor. Right. No, they don't care, but you can make them, hey, can you do this for us? I can tell people to come here and get products that you carry. You know And guess what? That makes them have to care about the money that's not coming in.
0: Well, and that's all you got to do. You got to say, listen, you know, and and don't go in there with, they're trying to ban flavors. They want to ban flavors. No, don't go in like that. Say, hey, the FDA is looking into vaping. They're regulating it now. We're not sure which way they're going to go, but, you know, we don't want to lose this, obviously. and I know you don't because, you know, you sell the products and I'm sure they're a very good uh, income for you, which they are. They get great profit margins off them. You know, if could you just maybe hand out this piece of paper to some customers that buy Bay products? Maybe they'll want to help. You know, every little bit helps. Be very nice about it. Be very polite about it. Give them something simple. And they'll probably be very receptive to it. You know, if you go in there with this fucking, they're going to, you know, let us I'm going to get into that now because it's driving me crazy. They're screaming fucking ban flavors, ban flavors. Let me explain something to you, okay? What happens is, is you, had ad, you have these advocacy groups, all right? And it's not one certain one. There's quite a few of them that do this. Not all of them do this, but there's quite a few that do this, okay? They know motherfucking well that the FDA never came out or Scott Gottlieb and said they're going to ban flavors, They want you to believe that. Now, why do they want you to believe that they're going to ban flavors? Because this is how it works. They want you to be scared. They want you to be like, oh, my God, they're going to ban flavors. Oh, my I'm not going to be able to vape anymore, especially store owners. Holy shit, I might lose my business because they want to ban flavors. They want to scare the life out of you. It's that simple because they know that if they scare you, it'll get some people to actually step out and do something now. That's how they, yeah, that's how they work. Scare the shit out of them, and maybe that'll get them up off their ass to fucking do something about this and help out advocacy-wise.
1: And minimally, it, it will make people donate to the advocacy, even if they don't go out yeah. and do something <laughs> well, that about too, yeah. it.
0: Yes, that too. Absolutely. It, it's
1: it's all a money pool when it comes down to it. My side, your side, their side, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit more jaded than what I was in January.
0: <laughs> yes, and, but, I, and you know, I've been saying this for years, and this has been my problem with a lot of these advocacy groups. They're lying to you. They're scaring you. When they say to you, the FDA wants to ban flavors, that's a fucking lie. Find one place where Scott Gottlieb anywhere said that we want to ban flavors. Never has that been said. It's absolutely not fucking true. But they want you to believe that. God damn it, they want you to believe that that's true, and it's not. But... Just so you understand, they're they're going after the marketing. There's no question about that because it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Everybody that's the problem doesn't think they're the problem, and there's many other reasons. It's just there's too much money. It's just not going to stop. So if you want to advocate, and another thing too, so people understand, all the Vape Nation people, if you do want to do something to help out, don't get me wrong. I suggest you do fill out the, the the flavor survey. I suggest you do go on the FDA site, FDA regs, and you fill out why flavors are important to you. You should absolutely do that. Everybody should do that. Don't get me wrong. That should absolutely be done. But just watch out what's going on in, in the perspective. If everybody would just watch out what's going on in their perspective states, that helps tremendously as well because states can pass laws. I mean, your state could come out and say, we're going to ban e-cigarettes tomorrow. I mean, it can happen. So you do have to watch out for that but uh, at the end of the day oh they,
1: absolutely yeah, at the end of the, i did i live in i live in chesterfield county uh which is borderline with richmond richmond is quote unquote the headquarters of altria and philip morris and the tobacco research center yes that is false I live in a county that is 80% all the free land is owned by Altria and Philip Morris International. I will tell you that they don't even bother the little vape shops around the area. Right. Because what they're doing is they're using the numbers that they can pull publicly and figuring out what their next step is to get into our industry.
0: You know, and that's you're saying that. That's another thing I want to bring up too. I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, this is just big tobacco. They're mad because they're losing money." So you know, they're not mad. No,
1: they're looking to make more money. They're, they're not mad. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is the biggest horseshit I've ever seen. They're not mad. I,
1: I've been saying that for three years. Yeah. Why are you saying fuck big tobacco? They're going to help vaping. Yes.
0: Yeah, this is not this is not big tobacco mad because they're losing money off cigarette sales. This has nothing at all to do with that. Listen, they've, they 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 started—I re- remember going to events, vaping events, back in 2010 and R.J. Reynolds being there, okay? They have been involved in this for many, many, many years. What they've learned through the years is we're not going to be able to beat them. We might as well join them, and they have. You would be surprised. There's some companies out there that are actually owned by Big Tobacco right now, companies that a lot of you vapers use. You have no idea, okay? So— It's not because Big Tobacco's mad and they're losing cigarette sales. It's very simple. Gottlieb has these groups of anti-smoking groups, as well as others, going crazy on him. Because there's kids and they're vaping. It's that simple. There's kids vaping. And they're vaping for two reasons. Number one, because they see all these fucking... They see all these videos of the people doing the cloud tricks and, and then they have all the, the you know, it, it, it's all the marketing involved the marketing does attract kids there's no question it attracts kids number two the biggest, the biggest problem they have right now is thanks to Donnie Smokes because Donnie Smokes is the one that came out with the jeweling okay he's the one that came out there's actually an article I was reading about Donnie Smokes that was very very interesting um, he came out with this whole jewel sesh jeweling thing it blew the fuck up you ever see this donnie smokes uh andrew i have
1: not i've heard about it and i've seen the numbers uh right now i'm in detroit michigan and i've just seen the numbers of kids just turning 18 jeweling
0: yes oh it's crazy oh
1: my god
0: and and there's there's youtube videos all over the place of these kids and and they're fucking they're, they're having these jewel sessions i mean there's 12 year olds 13 year olds and, and, and they're all throwing this on, on Gottlieb, going, do something about this. So the guy's like, going, oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's completely out of control. But anyway, this Donnie Vapes, yes, he started these videos called Jeweling. He had a video titled, How to Hide and Hit Your Jewel at School Without Getting Caught. He had another one, How to Hide Your Jewel from Your Parents. Um, he's claiming he's not targeting kids. That's bullshit. He's a 20-something-year-old guy that looks like he's 14 years old. And when you have a video how to hide and hit your jewel at school without getting caught, come on. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. How to yeah, hide the your parents' jewel. one's the one that's the
1: more of the warning
0: yeah. sign. How to hide you your know? jewel from your parents. And you know, it's it's he's very clever. He does these videos where he sits in his car and he's out there by himself and he's vaping his jewel and he's doing his jewels. You know, it just kids picked up on it. He's not stupid. He claims in this article, Oh, that's not true. I wasn't trying Bullshit. He knows motherfucking well kids picked up on it, and it made him very famous. And it got him reviews, and companies pay him for reviews now, and it's crazy. It got so big that they shut his fucking YouTube channel down, which in a sense kind of made him bigger because now he's got another one up, and he's coming right back. Um, We have a problem. There's a lot of kids that are vaping, and it needs to stop. And as far as the FDA is concerned, all the the marketing is is a big part of the problem, and that's got to go away it's got to go away. Now, is it going to go away? No. Unfortunately, it's not. And we'll see what kind of crazy restrictions they come with when it comes to marketing because they're going to have some pretty strict ones because the industry is not going to stop. It's it's too big. It's just not going to stop. There's too many multimillion dollar e-liquid companies that are making millions of dollars. They're going to say, you know what? Fuck the FDA. Fuck all this bullshit. We're going to keep on making money till these fuckers say we can't no more. Then we'll go live in uh, Hawaii and retire for the rest of our lives. It's just, it's just not going to go away. And, and, and the liquid companies who think that their labeling is fine, and it's not, but they think it is. And, and it's just not going to go away. So they're going to get very harsh. But are they going to come out and say, now we're just banning flavors? No. But here's a problem we're going to have, Andrew. Here's a problem we're going to have. And I, I wish I could talk to Scott Gottlieb. Oh, God. Here's a problem we're going to have. You're going to have to explain to Scott Gottlieb why we need gummy bear. Why do we need gummy bear e-liquid? You're going to tell why? me that somebody needs gummy bear e-liquid to keep off cigarettes. You're really going to tell me that? That's a very hard argument. It's going to be almost impossible to convince them that we need gummy bear e-liquid to keep people off cigarettes. <laughs> I just don't see that happening.
1: You, you, yeah, I mean, I mean, what what else can you call it? There's other names you can call it. Yeah, uh, A gummy snack. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know. They chose the wording, you know, and it's you're going to fall by the wording. It's going to be if you go if you go through my labeling and my wording for my flavors, they are adult,
0: right? Absolutely, and I and I again, I don't think that you know Gottlieb wants to get rid. I don't think I, if, if listen if if gummy bears are, are keeping you off cigarettes, great. And and I think deep down, Gottlieb understands that, but. You got to give him something to work with. He can't go and you got to give him hard. Yeah, proof. you can't go to him and say, "Well, you just got to tell him it keeps me off cigarettes," because that's not going to work. It's hard to convince him that we need candy flavors to keep off cigarettes. I know it's crazy, but that's going to be a very, very tough sell. But even with that being said, even with that being said, they're not banning flavors. Okay. The marketing is out of control and it's not going to stop. And enforcement, he's right. I'm going to play a clip in a second that he was on a a, a C-SPAN or CNN. What are those? Yeah, it's
1: the wording choices that companies have decided to use instead of being more adult
0: with it. I got got to tell you something. I have... Tea time e liquid. I have the most boring clean labels in existence. There's nothing child appealing in us. My labels are so boring that I, these companies wonder how I even sell juice. But I, because my juice is good. Sorry, your, your
1: labels are so boring. I like them because yeah. of it.
0: Yeah, they're just completely boring. And,
1: and I'm a I'm a thirty year old metalhead punk rocker. You know. Right. I, I'm very. I'm in a turning point in my life where it's like, yo, I can say this if I want, or I can calm down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And 90% of the time I don't shut the fuck up. Right. I have I have the last machine, which is you look at it and you go, Oh, that's based off of some type of alcohol label. Right. That is correct. And then you have my other brand, Pinkies Up, that is going through a rebranding that I am fighting against my partners for because I want the fruit off of it. I want the whatever on it off of it. That's that simple. We don't need it. No. It's making us look bad as a company. It's making vaping look bad, and that's a fact.
0: It is, and they're not going to let us have it. They are not going to allow you to have pictures of fruit, bright colored, whatever it is. They're not going to allow it to be on your label. I mean, just, just the contrast
1: from the last machine label to Pinkies up, you can see the difference in what was and what shouldn't be. And right. that's brands I own and I'm openly saying this.
0: Right. And I'll and I'll tell you. We haven't been told
1: we haven't been told we need to change Pinkies up. I'm stepping up and going to my partners saying this needs to be changed. It right. does not look good as a whole for for the industry. And and
0: even with mine, now, nothing on my label needs to be changed. But when I do my new labels to have the nicotine warnings on them, so we have to have nicotine warnings on them now that take up 30%. When I do the new labels, this is how insane I am. But someone brought this up to me, and they're absolutely right. Instead of it being blueberry candy cane tea, it's going to be blueberry peppermint tea. I'm taking the candy cane part out of it. And, you know, just because, you know, someone actually said to me the other day, I think it was Zophie, Zophie Vape. She said, you're going to leave the blueberry, you're going to leave the candy cane part. And I go, you know what? You're right. I'm just going to change it to peppermint. I mean, I have the boringest labels in the world. You, no one would look at my product and say, you're trying to target. Uh, I looks like I'm targeting a 50-year-old, to be honest. But I'm taking out. Yeah, 30, 35 yeah.
1: to 65. But I'm
0: taking your, out. Your pinpoint. Yep. But I'm taking out the candy cane part just because I don't want it to say candy on there. It could say peppermint. That's fine. That's all, that's all I was trying to say anyway. It's a fucking blueberry peppermint tea. So I'll just say blueberry peppermint tea. Um, unfortunately, most companies aren't going to do this and they're just going to continue selling what they're selling. I so they think it's fine. And our marketing restrictions are going to be horrific. I, who knows what they're going to come up with? I don't know. Um, I hope it's not bad. And I hope the. And I also hope this too. When Gottlieb does reach out to your company, at least have the respect. To respect the guy, don't blow him off. Don't have this fucking attitude. Don't piss him off, for Christ's sakes. They're probably not going to care. They will, you know. It's, that, I so know.
1: F- I he's been around the vape industry. He knows it's a bunch of child and you know. And that's the thing is that a lot of these companies are ran by first time business owners who are their first time thousandaires legally. You know, I yeah. I can't say that, but. I can say that just from the fact that I came from a corporate background. Yep. I ran books for a very big East coast company and I did auditing and I did all kinds of other stuff for them. And I can tell you from going through books of SKUs for five years that the vape industry is a child compared to other industries. It's a baby still. Yep. It's a baby ran Majority by babies who are running their first-time companies who were looking at a quick buck. Yes, they can. All all these guys can say that they're doing this because they wanted to help people smoking, and I can narrow that down to 90% of them are just saying that. Yeah, of course. Are just saying that. (laughs) Fuck you, you know. I I got into this because I didn't want to be in a corporate life anymore. Therefore, I have to find a way to make money doing it. It's a beautiful thing. I will admit it. I don't have to go into work with a fucking tie on. I can wear my favorite band t-shirt and throw on a hat. But the point is, is my customer service comes at a corporate level. If somebody doesn't like something, I don't sit there and spat with them online. If I get a chance to call them, even if they bought a bottle from a different website, guess what? They're going to get a phone call from me, and I'm going to talk to them like they're another adult, no matter what their tone is, no matter... How it is, I'm going to do what I can to solve it.
0: Well, I've been saying this for years. I've seen these companies for years going out and saying, we do this to keep people off cigarettes, the fuck out of here <laughs> you do this because you're making a lot of fucking money and, and 90% of the same are I'd say that are fucking full of shit it's such it's such a bullshit I've, I've heard that for years it drives me nuts oh we do this because we want to keep people off cigarettes no you do this because the profit margins in e liquid industry are fucking astronomical you can make a lot of money really really fast if you have a successful juice line that's why you do this and I've also learned how ruthless the e-liquid, com- the e-liquid uh, industry is. Just so you understand, and I'll say this again. I don't give a fuck if they, if, they, if they care or not because most of them don't like me anyway. I really don't fucking like them either. The e- th- what's going on now is in the e-liquid industry, you have these bigger companies, and they're trying to cut out the little guys. For example, I'm a little guy. I use a co-packer. Pretty much any company- I'm a little guy. Yes, we're all I little- That's right. So what they're trying to do is they're building these huge facilities, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to do it all. They want to do co-packing. They want to do distro. They want to do wholesale. They want to do retail. Now, and what they're doing by building these big facilities and doing this is they keep on driving the price down further and further and further. They're going to drive the price down so small that companies like me and Andrew won't be able to survive- because we have a co packer, we have to pay. We can't go as far down on price as they can. They already have these facilities all set up. So the e-liquid industry is already trying. Certain ones in the I won't name who they are. They know who the fuck they are, and they know what their grandmaster plan is. And their grandmaster plan is to do two things. Number one, either wipe us all small, you know, wipe us all small craft companies out, wipe us out, so that we just can't exist. Or we will have to go to them so that, you know, we'll, we'll, that we'll have to go to We won't have a choice. We'll have to use their co-packing services. We'll have to use all their services. And they will make, make the majority of the money off the e-liquid, not us. We'll make next to nothing. They'll be the ones that make all the money. So this whole vape fam, that shit they fucking spread, oh, we're all vape family. No, we're not vape family. They want me out of business. They want Andrew out of business. They want all us little small premium crafted companies gone. Fuck all of us. And it's all in the name of M-O-N-E-Y because of the millions and millions of dollars they can make. This is a ruthless fucking industry. There's no family fucking going on with any of it. It's all bullshit. But um, real quick, I want to play these two clips because I forgot to before. So now let's fast forward ahead to now what's going on. So Gottlieb has been interviewed a couple times about what's going on with e-cigarettes and the marketing and this and everything else. So now it's a year later. This, both of these interviews were done within the past week or, or two weeks, okay? Because I want you to hear Scott Gottlieb. Let's, let, let's see if he says anything about banning flavors in these interviews. They're very small clips. This is the first one. He was asked about children and e-cigarettes on CNN. Listen close. I sat down with the FDA commissioner, Scott Gottlieb and asked him about this e sig phenomenon.
2: Youth use is deeply concerning to me. We're going to be taking some enforcement actions very soon to target uh, companies that we think are marketing products in ways that they're deliberately appealing to kids. I'm going to be having conversations with some of these companies, trying to um, inspire them, if I can, to take more corrective actions on their own.
0: Now, do you hear what he said? Now, they could very easily say, you know what? fuck all this let me give an example you had roll your own tobacco they used to have these shops a few years ago that popped up these roll your own tobacco shops where you could buy uh you know tobacco papers different types of flavored uh tobaccos this they had this whole roll your own thing just blow up i know here in connecticut a few of these shops just popped up out of nowhere the fda saw that said fuck no you're not they shut that shit down in 60 days done gone they made all kinds of rules, fucking gone. They wiped out that fucking industry in 60 days. Understand, the FDA could come out tomorrow if they wanted to and say, this is done. This is fucking done. We have regulations now. We're not going to allow the sale of electronic cigarettes. We're not going to. They could just wipe this whole industry off if they wanted to. They're not. They could come out tomorrow and say, we're putting a ban on flavors immediately. No more fucking flavors. Starting in a month, no more flavors. If you're caught selling them, you you're, you're face fines, imprisonment, done. They're not doing that. Again, if they really wanted to ban flavors like everybody's screaming, they would have done that. Now and you hear him say there. What he's saying in that clip is I'm actually gonna go to these companies that we feel that are targeting children and try to talk to them. Try to reason with them. Say, hey, let's work together here. You know, come on, work with me, I'll work with you. He's, he's trying his best to, to to fucking, you know, do something about it. He's not coming out and say he's gonna ban anything. Now, this is the last clip. This is Gottlieb on C-SPAN. Now again listen to what he says on C-SPAN. This week
2: the um, campaign for tobacco free kids and some other patient groups um, did file a suit against the FDA for delaying um, rules on reviewing kind of tobacco products that they, they think affect kids. And I wondered what your response was to that. Why has the FDA kind of delayed rules until I think 2021, 2022 for reviewing kind of e-cigarettes and cigarettos with flavors that kids are usually attracted to. Well, we have we haven't delayed the implementation of the rules that govern that regulate these products. All the newly deemed products, which includes the cigars and the cigarettes you mentioned and the electronic cigarettes, um, are in place. We're inspecting those facilities. We're sending warning letters. We're, we're imposing requirements on age restrictions. We're imposing good manufacturing standards on them. So all the regulations that govern those products are actually in place. What we the only thing we delayed was the application deadlines, um, and we did that because we didn't have the foundational rules in place to properly create a regulatory framework. Remember this is a new program to evaluate those products and at the same time that we're looking to regulate nicotine contents in cigarettes, combustible cigarettes, to render them minimally and non-addictive and try to more aggressively migrate adults off of combustible cigarettes we still need to be mindful that there are adults who are still going to want to get access to satisfying levels of nicotine including and mostly ex-smokers uh, and there's the, one opportunity for that is from some of this product innovation that we're seeing which properly regulated if we could put it through an appropriate series of regulatory gates could present an alternative um, to combustible cigarettes. So he just said something very positive about electronic cigarettes. If you, that He's talking about vaping, so you understand, to simplify this. Remember, it's not the nicotine that causes all the morbidity and mortality associated with smoking. While not a completely benign substance, it's the combustion. It's the toxins in the combustible tobacco. I will say that no child should be using any tobacco product. Um, we are going to be taking action very soon, enforcement action, um, to try to address... Uh, situations where we've seen products marketed to children and to kids. You hear what he
0: said again? They're taking enforcement action, marketing, not banning flavors, marketing, companies that are marketing to children that they feel are marketing to children, which, like I said, according to them is probably 90% of the industry, and they're right.
2: Um, including some, nicot- some e-cigarette products. So we're very concerned about this, and I'm very concerned about it because I do believe that the, the e-cigarettes in the end might present a viable alternative for adults who still want to use nicotine. Um, but I worry that if the youth use continues at the rate that we're seeing it, and we end up seeing a whole generation of young people hooked on nicotine through e-cigarettes, those products, the viability of those products long-term is going to be put into doubt. Either now, hear what he just said. To simplify it, hey, we're for e-cigarettes.
0: I, I, I'm for them. I think they're a, a viable alternative. Great. Al- he gets it. He gets it. He understands. But this marketing's got to stop because we got kids using them. What Scott Gottlieb would say to you if you were having a beer, a, a, sitting at the bar having a beer with him, he had a few drinks and he say, "Listen, man, it's very simple." I get it man. I get this vaping. I get e-cigarettes. I even get the flavors. I, I get it. I get it keeps you off cigarettes. That's cool man. I got no problem with that. But the fucking marketing man, you got to stop it. You're killing me. I'm getting beat up with the marketing. It's no question. The marketing is definitely dear it looks like it's geared towards kids. I'm not saying you're going after kids, but it definitely looks like it's geared towards kids and you got to stop it. You got to if you want if you want to keep this around, you got to stop it. That's what he's saying. Nowhere ever has he said the fda is going to ban flavors that's bullshit it was never said that's a bunch of 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 people running around who had advocacy groups scare them and have them going out and yelling that everywhere and it's absolutely not true now unfortunately the marketing's not going to stop no matter what we do it's not going to stop going on vape nation and yelling at people for buying candy king is not going to stop it Um, Going all over these Facebook groups is not going to stop it. Doing podcasts like this, like I'm doing now, is not going to stop it. Nothing's going to stop it. It's too big. It's too out of control. It's not going to stop the e-liquid industry did this to themselves. They started this marketing years ago with the bright, colorful labels. And not just the marketing, mind you. It's the juice. Dumping a bunch of sweetener into it. Because not only do they want it to look like a piece of candy, they want it to taste like a piece of candy. Okay? its It, it all started years ago. It's out of control now, and it's not going to stop. And we're going to have God knows what kind of very harsh marketing come down the road. I just hope it doesn't lead to us not being able to market at all. And it could be, it could come to that. Because I don't know how any of us are going to stay in business if we can't fucking market our product. How the fuck? I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Um, oh, you're going to see vape girls at bars. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cigarette companies, bro.
0: Yeah, it's true. You're gonna, they're going to send vape. That's right. send vape girls to bars, to fucking uh, strip clubs, to concerts. They'll send them to rock <laughs> rock concerts. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. I just want people to understand. Listen, all the guy, the people out there that want to advocate and feel like they want to do something, that's fine. Stop going on social media and attacking people for buying candy cane. That's fucking stupid. It's not going to do anything. Drive it around. It does nothing. No. It makes more
1: people talk
0: about it. Yeah. Go around. To you want to do something? Go around to all your local vape shops. Drop something nice and simple that they can hand to customers and have them hand it to customers and educate them too that's what you can do reach out to the 90% that have no idea what the fuck is going on how you do that I don't know find a fucking way find there's a way I'm sure that's what you need to do going on vape nation and yelling at people for using Candy King is stupid and it's pointless and it's not going to do anything and it makes us look like idiots and another thing too here's another thing I want to address okay I've seen this everywhere and I know you have too Andrew I've seen the Stop fucking marketing to children campaign thing going on. Let me tell you something. I'm all for a campaign that says stop marketing to children. That's fine. You want to do your camp? I'm not. If, if someone wants to do a stop marketing to children campaign, fine. Go for it. That's fine. Vapors against vape industry marketing to hey, children. Hey, did Tipper
1: Gore do that in the 80s and 90s?
0: Yeah, she did that with... Uh, <laughs> right. But, but the stop... Fucking marketing to children thing is ridiculous. You gotta take the fucking out of it. You look stupid. Take the fucking out of it. You're not going to be taken seriously if you have stop fucking marketing to children. If you have stop marketing to children, vapors against e-liquid companies marketing to children, great. You might even get some. You might even get some respect. You might even have some. uh, Believe it or not, maybe some anti-tobacco groups may go, hey, look at it. Even their own industry is fed up with the marketing to children. Adults against
1: children marketing you know yeah but shit like that works but when use you're the right word yes use the right yeah. phrasing
0: you can't say fucking you just can't you're, you're gonna be a joke you saying fucking just made it a joke i it, you you can't do that you got to take that out that's not gonna work and also stop the hypocrisy i see so many people running around there Not just I see juice companies ragging on the marketing and their marketing is just as horrific as these companies they are attacking. I see vape store owners who are going after all these companies online and they're selling their fucking juice in their vape shops. It's like, are you kidding me? I saw a guy the other day. He came on. He had a vape shop. He said, I sell nothing. That was made past the August uh, 2016 date, the predicate date. I don't saw anything that was made after that. Only stuff before. And then someone said, oh, but you sell hardware. Yeah, well, everybody does, he says. You know? <laughs> everybody does? Oh. Are you fucking kidding me? So he admitted, oh, yeah, I sell the hardware, but everybody does it. you know." But the e-liquid, oh, no, God forbid, I would never sell any e-liquid after the predicate date. And another thing, this whole attacking of the, of the predicate date, nobody gives a fuck. Do you understand that nobody cares? Nobody gives a fuck if that e-liquid is on the market before August 2016 or after, if it was made last week, last month, last year. Nobody gives a fuck. The only people that give a fuck are the e-liquid companies that are mad because there's so much competition out there, and they feel like if they weren't in the market, then they'd be getting all the sales, or they'd be making more money, or it's these companies that are ruining them from e- making money or getting on the market. No, these companies are not ruining you. From What's ruining you, if you're not, if you're, if you're not getting market share, if you're not getting selling juice, what's ruining you is you're doing something wrong. That's what's ruining you. Go out, drive. You know what You know what I did, Andrew? I, I can't tell you how many fucking stores I drove to. I drove to store after store after store after store. Go out and fucking bring, bring your e-liquid out there. Do some Mark something. It's not them that's ruining your company. And honestly, nobody gives a fuck whether an e-liquid, e-liquid came out after the predicate date. And honestly, I don't think the FDA gives two fucks either. I really don't. I don't think they give a shit. I just At
1: this point, they do not have the hands on deck to give a fuck no and they don't they, they, ha- they literally are going to have to hire thousands of people to regulate this and there's not enough money to do so
0: he just wants it's very simple I, I gotta wrap this up because people are probably going crazy this whole discussion the FDA wants you to stop the marketing what's the answer to stop it there is no answer it's completely out of control you're not going to stop it It's not going to stop. Good luck telling a guy making a million dollars a month that he needs to get rid of his label. He's going to say, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm going to continue to make a million dollars a month until the FDA shuts me down. And then I'm out and I'm retiring. I don't give a fuck. Good luck convincing him that he needs to save the vape. He doesn't give a fuck about the vaping industry. A lot of them don't give a fuck. They're in this for the money. They want to make money, big fucking money. And if these labels are making it for them, they're going to keep on doing it until they can't do it anymore. And I'm... And unfortunately, unfortunately, that's going to mean very, very strict marketing and uh, labeling uh, restrictions for the industry. It just is. And that's what it – but at the end of the day, they're not going to ban flavors. Nowhere did you hear Scott Gottlieb tonight in any place say We're, our intention is to ban flavors. He's never said it. He never – because that's not his intent. He's pleading with us, please, man, change the marketing. I'll even come to your companies and talk to you if you want. What do you want to hear from me? I'll come visit you. We're, whatever you want to do, we got to get rid of this fucking marketing, man. That's all he's saying. But unfortunately, it's not going to happen. But no, the FDA's intent is, is not to ban flavors, and they are not right now actively looking to ban flavors. Sorry, you, I, I'm sure uh, there's going to be advocates that disagree with me. I don't care. I see it. I re- it's called Read Between the Lines. Listen to what Scott Gottlieb is saying. I'm sorry. I don't believe what a fucking advocacy group tells me. I believe what comes out of the horse's mouth. I believe what Scott Gottlieb says because he is the fucking one that's the head of the FDA. He is. Okay? And I read between the lines. I took everything he's been saying for the past year, year and a half, and came up with the common sense that he's not banning flavors. and They have no inten- intention to ban flavors. They're gonna ban certain words that
1: market to children.
0: And, yeah, and Anything certain that images pops and...
1: Out that makes a kid go, "Oh, that's what that is." They're gonna change it now. What does that mean? I know what it means. Kevin knows what it means. Yeah, but the average person does not. Right. Gummy bear. That that's that's a. Obvious term that is generic But it's not generic enough To where a kid's not going to go Oh okay that's boring You have to use adult words Right Adult synonyms Adult metaphors It's like this It's like that I've got a flavor that's a fucking cactus A cool cactus Yeah What What? What? 14 year old's going to go Oh that's going to taste good Right They're typically not I don't mind it enough to be like, oh, that's different. Oh, that might be good. No,
0: that's not what it is. Yep. Not a, you're absolutely correct. But, yeah, it's not going to change. And like I said, most e-liquid companies that have childlike labels are not going to change because I already see them making excuses. I already see them out there making excuses. Oh, well, mine's different. Or, or, or yeah. No. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not going to stop. So that's where I'm at. I, I, just, I just had to do this show because I'm seeing it everywhere. All the FJs wants to ban flavors. No, not true. Absolutely not true. And please leave the vape nation people alone. Really, I, I uh, they just want to vape their shit and have fun. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just want to get on band, man. <laughs> let, let them have their fun. You know, they they don't care. They don't have to. You know, I, I was trying to explain to somebody the. I was trying to explain to my girlfriend the other day. I'm like, you know, it's like. Okay, I have a guitar. Okay, oh, here's, here's one even better. I ride a motorcycle. Okay, I've ridden motorcycles for years. Now, I personally wear a helmet. But everywhere I ride, I wear a helmet. I would never ride without a helmet. So let's say they came up with a law where they wanted to change it in Connecticut where you had to wear a helmet. Because now you don't. You don't have to wear a helmet in Connecticut. Let's say they made a law, they want to change you. You have to wear a helmet, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and they start, you got to get involved. You got to advocate. I'm going to say, listen, I don't give a fuck, dude. I just want to ride. I don't give a fuck about helmet laws. I just want to ride. <laughs> it's the same thing. People just want to vape. They don't want to give a fuck. They don't want to advocate. They don't want to go talk to their senator or congressman. They just want to fucking vape. And you can't get mad at them for that. They, they just, you can't get upset with them. Well, you should care. No, they shouldn't. They just, they're 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 just a consumer. Not every consumer, want, it's almost like they make it sound like, what well, it's just part of it. If you vape, you have to do advocacy. You have to, you have to fight. And you have to do petitions. And you have, No, you don't. You may want to do that, advocates, the guys that are out there doing that, but not everybody has to nor wants to do that. And you trying to force them to is fucking ridiculous. There's simple consumers that just want to vape and stay off cigarette. Leave them alone. They don't care, okay? Move on. Find another tactic. Trying to shame them and piss them off into doing it is dumb, and it doesn't work. And Andrew agrees with me, which I knew he would. <laughs>
1: you know, and it's funny
0: because we come from different backgrounds and yes. all
1: that. Yep. And it's a, just a adult way of thinking.
0: Yes. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy what's going on. So, um, my advice to everybody is, if you, you know what? Here's here's my advice: to leave the vape nation people alone. All you people harassing vape nation people, do this: go to the admins at Vape Nation, and I'm sure they'll listen. I've talked to, I've talked to a few of them; they're very nice people. Go to them and say, "Listen, how about this? Can we put a post up in Vape Nation and just pin it?" So it's at the top. So every time someone goes on, it's at the top, just explaining what's going on, links to the petition, links to this or links to that. If they want to help advocate, blah, blah, blah. That way, someone who is interested will see it and will say or do something. But if they're not, they can just move right on. I'm sure they would have no problem with doing that at all whatsoever. And that's just not Vape Nation. That's any Facebook group out there. Here you go, advocates. Listen to me. Here's your answer. Go to every single group. Drop something very nice that they can pin on the post. it's the first thing anybody sees that comes to that group? And ask them if they could just put a pin post there. That's all you have to do. That's it. That's all you have to do. And that way, people that want to get involved will. And you're not harassing people that could give two fucks. Because it doesn't do anything. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens. You know, so, but I'll tell you right now, I can guarantee you the next thing coming out of the FDA's mouth is regarding marketing. It's marketing. They have to do something about the marketing. He's going to try. He's going to try. I'd say he's going to try probably for the rest of the year to talk to these companies and get them to do something. But when he discovers that they're not going to, or you have these companies that think that their labels aren't a problem and they actually are, uh, yeah, then we're going to have some pretty strict marketing restrictions, unfortunately. You know, it's a shame. and uh, I'm done. <laughs> I can't go <come> on anymore. <laughs> I've got everything else that I wanted to say about this. And I and I think I've gotten at what I wanted to say as good as I could. So I personally want to say thank you, Scott Gottlieb, and thank you, FDA, for actually considering that this is a – viable product to get people off cigarettes, understanding what this is, understanding that we're using this to keep off cigarettes, understanding also what she said, that having the nicotine strengths we have are important because he wants to cut nicotine. He made very clear he wants to cut nicotine in cigarettes. He understands we need the nicotine strengths that we need to keep off cigarettes when when using e-cigarettes. He gets it. So thank you, Scott, for understanding it. And thank you, for not giving in to all the antis, giving you pressure to ban all this outright, and understanding what a great invention this is and how this can literally get millions of people off cigarettes, and trying his best to regulate it so that it's around for the next 200 fucking years. Thank you. I'm not going to come out and be like all these other idiots and go, oh, you're trying to ban flavors. Fuck you. Fuck the FDA. No. Thank you, FDA. And thank you, Scott. And Andrew thanks you, too. <laughs> 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 other than that, oh, Andrew, okay. what's anything else exciting going on? I have you on quickly. Anything else? You anything else exciting? Anything else you want to bring up? Anything else? Uh, and- um,
1: yeah. I mean, if, if you're one of the trolls that's in those groups just to poke and prod people, it's not helping right now. No. A lot of us are, have our hands in other things inside the industry, and I, I. I literally have a brand that on the title, on when the description, I am known as a troll. It's absolutely ridiculous. Two years later, it worked. It did its job. But when it comes down to it, there is a time and place. And right now, yelling and screaming at other people about what their vaping is not helping. <laughs> no. But actually, educating them and showing them what is right and what is wrong will actually go further along than yelling, screaming, and cussing at anyone.
0: They should. But don't but don't force it on them. Just, you know what, place it there. Like when they go to Vape Nation and there's a pin post on top with all your information you'd like them to know, that's fine. Because the ones that really do care and are interested are going to read it and they'll get involved and do something. And the ones that aren't, aren't. And, you know, I, I, I want to bring this up too real quick. Uh, Jen, there's this girl Jen that's on my Facebook. Very, very smart girl. Extremely smart. Um, I told her I was doing the show, and she said, "You know, everybody's talking about you know flavor bands. What's going to be interesting is they're going to obviously they're researching e-liquid. I'm sure they're doing plenty of tests on it as we speak. They're probably doing it." Yes, she they says are. they're going to find things in there that just simply aren't going to be allowed anymore. Um, So you're worried about bidding flavors. I'd be worried about the the, the chemicals they're not going to allow to be in there that's really going to fuck up everybody's e-liquid. Now, for example, uh, about three years ago, I think this was three, maybe three, four years ago, three years ago, there was a huge problem with uh, diacetyl. 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 And that's how you pronounce it so everybody understands. Diacetyl. It's not diacetyl. It's diacetyl. Huge, 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 huge problem, okay? It was a big, big problem. So we did this whole thing. We were testing companies, blah, 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 this and that. We managed to really clean up diacetyl, get it out of the market. Most companies got scared because they knew it was bad and it shouldn't be in there. It was diacetyl and acetopropionol, and they, they, for the most part, took it out of their e-liquids. Now, why was this in there in the first place? Because diacetyl makes something that's creamy very creamy. You know, those custards, those creams. Uh, I remember... uh, Monkey cream. CJ uh, uh, Vapor Venue had monkey cream years and years ago. Super fucking creamy. But he actually had on his label that it contained diacetyl. He let people know, and I applaud him for that because people thought he was nuts doing that. And his response, which is absolutely correct, is, I know it's probably not good, and I just want to let people know it's in there. You know, and they can make the choice. Some people don't care. Some people do care. And, and they should have the choice to know if they want to vape it or not. But this stuff's not good. So we managed to pretty much wipe it out. For that time being, it's all back. It's all back. A lot of these companies are right back using diacetyl, right back using acetylpropionol. There's other things they're using that the FDA is going to discover, and they're not going to allow. And it's really going to fuck up their juices. I'll tell you what, it's going to be very interesting. She brought up a very good point, and that she's right. You know, they're they're gonna they're they're studying right now. They're gonna find things in there and say, hmm, why is this in there? <laughs> and this should not be in there. It's going to be very, very fascinating. So uh, I think I got everything. I got what what Jen said. I, I, I've i convinced people that the FDA is trying to help us and not put us out of business. Um, I've told the people to stop harassing fucking people on Facebook, which they're probably not going to, but we'll see. I think we pretty much did it. I think we got everything, Andrew. This is great. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I also want you to... Uh, uh, check out Andrew's uh, juice, Pinkies Up. You should check out Pinkies Up, and you know, I like Pinkies Up because Pinkies Up doesn't use added sweeteners. I don't use added sweeteners. Pinkies Up doesn't use added sweeteners. I have a reaction to add- In fact, I asked Jen. I said, "Do you think they're going to prevent sweeteners from being an e-liquid?" And you know, she said, "Probably not." because it doesn't really affect I mean I know it affects me and there's other people but it's a, not a big amount a, a big amount enough of people that it affects to actually make them take it out but I think they'll if anything they'll have them put a, at least t- tell people that it's in there they're going to
1: Yeah like I guess in last time it's probably end up being like a mandatory sticker or add it into the label yeah 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 we have so much on our labels already wine 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 Yeah. so put a fucking sticker on the bottle yeah. you know like your batch code you know that's what I'm for personally yeah. Um, I will say that pinky's up if you look at the labels now you're gonna go oh shit he was talking about this it is wrong Yeah. the liquid's good the label's wrong right yeah. now but, but, I am but... not compliant in any form um, I've got food on it and it's changing.
0: But you're changing I can't tell you it. what it's
1: changing to because me and my partners haven't talked since our meeting on Tuesday.
0: But, but, but you're changing it, and that's the smart thing to do. You're acknowledging it, and you're changing it. Uh, I wish these other e-liquid... All I've seen e-liquid companies do in the past couple of weeks, is, weeks is make excuses as to why their label is fine. It's not. I, I'm not. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to do that. I mean, just go through Facebook. You'll see them. I, I I see some companies out there, you know, yelling this stop fucking marketing to children thing. And if you looked at the, if, the, if the FDA looked at their e they'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? You're totally marketing to children. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, the hypocrisy is just unbelievable. I don't know if they just don't want to accept that their labels aren't, aren't going to be are uh, uh, are child appealing or I. I don't know. I think a lot of them, you know, they've had them that way for a while and they're afraid to change them because they don't want to lose sales. And, 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 and that's the problem too. That's the problem too. For all you juice company guys out there, I want to say this. Okay. I know you've been told exactly what I've been told it doesn't matter what's in the bottle. All that matters is your marketing, your box, your label, your bright, uh, you know, uh, it has to be a certain way, blah, blah, blah. You've been told it doesn't matter what's in the bottle. The marketing and the packaging is everything. That's not true. It's not. I have the boringest fucking label on the planet, and I have no goddamn box. And I was told that I would fail. I was told that I wouldn't sell a single bottle of fucking juice just because my juice is good. Well, that I said, well, I'm just going to base it on that my juice is good, you know? Oh, yeah, that won't sell. And you know what? They were wrong. It sells. It sells just fine. I get a lot of repeat customers. They love my juice. It sells just fine. And I don't have a fucking box. I don't have all this crazy marketing they said I had to have. I don't have any of that bullshit. I I don't have models holding my juice and all this I have none of that shit. I just have a good juice. And believe it or not, people go, well, that's good, I'll buy it again. You can sell juice and not have all that stuff. Don't let them convince you you can't because that's not true. They told me that and that's not fucking true. Now, the only thing they're all right about is, am I going to sell a shit ton of juice and become a millionaire? No. I'm not because I don't have the marketing and the packaging and the, I don't have all that shit that 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 uh, is really needed to sell a lot of juice really fast to make a lot of money and I never will. I'm not going to do that. I, it's just not going to happen. Um, but I'm okay. <laughs> I'm fine. You know, I'm selling juice. I'm doing fine. I, I I'm very proud of, of my juice line. I'm very proud of what it is and I'm proud that I stuck to my guns and didn't give into to what the industry said I had to do to sell juice because it's not fucking true. If what's in that bottle is good and enough people find out about it, you'll be just fine. Concentrate on your juice and what's in the bottle. Don't worry about all the other bullshit. And don't let them convince you that that's the way it has to be or else you won't sell any juice cuz that is not true.
1: Uh, I'm taking the slow and long haul with it and yep. doing everything I can to stay within the guidelines and in the manner that will make me last. Yes. I'm not here I'm not I'm not pushing 10,000 bottles a month I'm not pushing 5,000 bottles a month I am keeping up with what I can with where I'm at and I haven't extended myself right I'm okay yep you know I'm not driving a flashy car I'm not living in an extravagant house um I'm at the same place living where I was two years ago when I quit my corporate job
0: well, I don't know. I listen, Andrew. I gotta say, some people might find that Mini Cooper to be, you know, quite a uh, quite a ride. They may disagree with you. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean
1: my my first car that's in my name that I pay a twenty eight percent interest on, so I can rebuild my credit from the eight years I didn't have credit because of my life choices.
0: Oh, you're in that boat too. Let me let me tell you something. A couple years ago, uh, back in two thousand fifteen, I was in that boat. I 'll be honest, my credit was horrific, and we needed a new car because my car was just falling apart I mean it just I, I bought a new car in two thousand and six, and I kept it going as long as I could. It was just dying at that point so because my credit was fucking terrible, I was able to get a new car i, I got I, I got a brand new fiat, which now my my girlfriend drives it's her car but Man, I—if I, you heard my payment, you'd shit your pants. It's fucking outrageous. <laughs> Payments are outrageous.
1: It's, oh yeah, my mine yeah. is mine is literal on paper rape, and I yeah. had to do it to build my credit yep. up. twenty eight percent interest. Yeah, twenty eight, not yep. eighteen, not twenty, almost thirty. Yeah, I restarted life. Okay, someone wants to say something about my two thousand seven Mini Cooper? They can suck my dick. <laughs>
0: 2007, guys. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. But, but yeah, you know, and I'm in the same But I'm okay. I'm, I'm able to listen as long as I can pay my mortgage and pay my bills and pay my car payment and everything else, fine. I, I can't complain. I can't fucking complain. Uh, don't get now, don't get Andrew and I wrong. If we could sell a million dollars of e liquid, would we do it? Fucking A, we would. Who wouldn't want to sell a million dollars of e liquid? But,
1: I will say that my deficient last year after my donations to advocacy and my donation to other things was a lot higher than what it should have been, but it had to be done to stand a point. It had to be done on my behalf because of where I stand in this industry and where I have stood on the outside. I, I, I've been the corporate asshole who was firing people if they were missing cartons of cigarettes from their stores. Guess right. what I am now, you know? Yep. I'm the guy who is calling stores and be like, hey, can you, can we talk and discuss about bringing my product in? Yep. It's a whole entire different ballgame. I went from a six-figure corporate job to restarting life and being like, this is the time for me to follow something I believe in. And that was starting a grassroot company and seeing where it's gone. Two and a half years later, I'm, I'm not making six figures. I'm not making five figures. You know, I, I took a, a cut. And I believe I did it for the right reasons. And that was to restart life at the point that I could where my son was young enough that if things went wrong... I could step back and go back to my old career. Do I want to? No. It's been been talked about for 18 months now. Well, I could take away my time online and my time on calls, bring someone else in and do it, and I can go back to my my quote-unquote real career.
0: Well, let me tell you something, Andrew. You and I? Killing it. We're killing it. Killing it. That's all it all comes down in a different
1: to. way. It's not, in the, you know, it's not in the money. It's the fact that we're following what we believe, right. killing it. it? And, and for, taking the chance in life, you know.
0: And for everybody out there, you know, in and, in and, 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 and the vaping world, just you know, do what I do. Do a little research. You know, when you hear these things about about uh, the FDA and they want to ban flavors and blah blah blah, and you're really curious, just just let just do a little research, a little bit. Don't become sheep. Please, there's vape sheep. Don't become a vape sheep. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> in every industry I've been in, including the music industry, including being on the side of alcohol and tobacco, um, there are sheep. Yes. I will tell you that. There's formulation and all that. Packaging is a formula to bring in more people. Yep. Um, 90% of people in our industry do not know. Because they are not told what is a wrong label and what is done correctly. They are going off by what they see and what they have nostalgia for when they grab a bottle. Oh, that packaging reminds me of this when I was a kid. Hi. Hello. Boom. If it's targeting your inner child, what is it doing for the kids that are 15 15 to 21? (laughs) Hi. There's a trigger point.
0: You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They say, Well, I see that. I see you know, I see a lot of these pixies. Well, I see pixie triggers when I had Pixie sticks when I was a kid. Well, there you go. And you're wondering <laughs> if it targets children. Duh. You're absolutely right, Andrew. I agree it's,
1: it's a psychological thing. It's Yes. That's what marketing is. I could go on to this for hours. I'm not going to now. Maybe in a And three months when he forgot that I I could be a dick sometimes and he asked me back on.
0: oh, um,
1: We can go into it. I've got no problem with it. I can break it down. I did a long time in college without having a degree. (laughs) I
0: I will always, always uh, have you on. You're a great guest. And uh, one more thing before I wrap this up. Uh, I don't know if uh, I do have a lot of people that listen, so maybe somebody knows. Uh, This guy was on cops. I'm not sure when, but I saw this episode of cops and uh, he was being arrested and um, he was he was being arrested, I guess, for harassing this guy. He lived in an apartment complex. He was harassing this guy. So the police were taking him to jail and he kept on yelling this at the guy. Privacy rapist. Did you hear that? Privacy rapist. He was he was calling him a privacy rapist. This guy, if anybody knows this guy, it's actually a pretty famous episode Cops, please I want this guy on my show. Please tell me how to get in touch with him, an email, a phone number, anything. I love this guy. Privacy rapist. I think that's the greatest, the greatest thing ever. Privacy <laughs> rapist. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> privacy rapist. How great. Well, they're like, what's your problem? And they're like, what's your problem with the guy? He's like, he's a privacy rapist. So he starts screaming at the guy. Privacy rapist. That's <laughs> What is a privacy rapist? I love that. I, I got, the guy was so fascinating to me. I, I want this guy on my show. I have to have him on my show. I'm, I'm dying to know what's going through his mind, and I want to learn more about being a privacy rapist because there's something there. I mean, maybe I'm a privacy rapist. I don't know. Maybe Andrew's a privacy rapist. I have no idea, but I want to learn. I want to know more. So if anybody I don't knows, know what that means. Yeah, anybody knows this guy, please God. I want him. I want that as my ringtone privacy rapist. I think that's great. I can listen to that all day. Andrew, thank you for taking two hours out of your very busy time to come on. You didn't have to do this, but I like having you on because again, you come with great. I, when I speak, you come with a uh, great, uh, great combo. You're, you, 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 you know, you know, when to comment, you know how to comment, your comments are great. Your input is great and it's hard to find a guest that, has all those things and you have all those things so it was very fun i I, I
1: say what i believe in um and there's a lot of rebuttal i can go on with and there's a lot of things that i also don't agree with kevin on and right now the last two shows i've corrected from my perspective and all that and gone into detail where he didn't it's just how it works sometimes yep a lot of people online just see me as a fucking troll, you know, and I'm fine with that. Let me leave me alone. Let me do what I'm going to do, because what's going to matter is the long term when people just see me dicking around. Oh, why is he doing that? Hmm. Why don't you follow the likes? Hmm. What, who's liking what? Hmm. Let's follow that back. Well, where's the shop that they're at? Boom. Hello.
0: Well, I also have to say this, too, real quick. I, 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 I will apologize now for the flack you're probably going to get for being on this show, but. I don't give yeah. a fuck. going to give flack. But well, it is what it is, you know? Whatever. It is what it is. It was uh, fun.
1: I mean, I've got no problem speaking when I'm asked to speak, you know? People want me on their shit. They want me to do that. Cool. If they don't, don't ask me because I'm going to say what I'm going to say, whether I have an audience or not.
0: And if anybody goes to Andrew and gives him flack for being on my show, this is what I have to say to you. Get fucked in the ass. So that's it. That's all I have give to say. A fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, like last time, people came to me privately, and I was like, "That's really not my problem; it's yours." <laughs> I don't right. give a fuck. I didn't go run and tell Kevin. I didn't make a post about it, because really, what I do in my free time when I'm not hanging my head over my desk because uh, someone said no, I I'm gonna speak where I'm gonna. Someone asked me to. Yeah. That's that simple.
0: Yep. Oh, it's awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. And again, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, man, no problem. Right, Anytime.
0: Man, talk to you later. All right, that's it. That's my show. I've said what I had to say. It took almost two hours to say, but whatever, I said it. So, thanks, Scott Gottlieb. You know what you want? You should do send him an email. Say, uh, Scott Gottlieb, thank. I want to thank you. Thank you. For understanding that vaping is a viable option to keep people off cigarettes. Thank you for understanding the technology. Thank you for understanding that we're doing this to stay off cigarettes. And thank you for doing everything you can to come up with fair regulation so that this stays, uh, we, we can have uh, vaping products for years and years and years to come. Thank you. And thank you also for not even considering banning flavors. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you can to keep, this, to, to, to keep this market thriving and going. Thank you. That's what I would do. Instead of running around yelling, uh, fuck the FDA. Thank you, FDA. No, fuck you, FDA. Thank you, FDA. <laughs> that's, that's it. It's that simple. I'm done. I can't talk anymore. I've talked enough. I've talked more in these two hours than I have in probably a long time because I had a lot to say. But that's it. I am out. There will be another podcast soon. Again, T- time liquid.com if you haven't tried tea time yet you need to I can't tell you it's the cleanest e-liquid you've ever you've ever had because I don't know that you might have had one that was cleaner it's a possibility but I'll tell you this it is one of the cleanest e-liquids you will ever have I'm telling you that right now that I can assure you of so teatimeliquid.com. Uh, check out Andrew's, uh, uh, juice line pinkies up. It's phenomenal. Great juice. I think on giant vapes, giant vapes has a uh, pinkies up. Go check it out. And that's it. We're done. I'm wrapping this up. I'm out. Have a good night. Thank you.